This episode of Finding Demo Surf Fishing is being brought to you by the Kids Can Fish Foundation. Hey, it's kind of fitting, right? We're going to be talking with Tom this whole time, so it's totally fitting. If you guys haven't checked out the website, kidscanfish.net, lots of great stuff on there. And I say it in every episode that you hear when I bring this up. Everything you do and you throw money into and you help out with these tournaments, all that stuff goes back into the foundation to help get these kids out there to go learn fishing, throwing cast nets. I mean, there's so many pieces they do. and I'll let Tom get into that one. But you are the ones that make this what it is. You help this happen. You are the one that's helping a kid get this addiction that we all have. It's always good stuff. Kidscanfish.net. Go over to the website after this, after listening to the episode, of course. I mean, of course. So we're going to get right into it. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody. It's going to be a great week, great episode. This one is heavily focused on Kids Can Fish. We are going to be talking about a lot of stuff, especially in regards to the St. Simons Island running the Bulls tournament. This is going to be a double piece with that. So lots of good stuff in there. I hope to see you there. I'm going to be there. Yeah, Tom's obviously going to be there. He's going to be on the show. A lot of big names are going to be going, and it, there's probably a couple surprises coming that we don't even know about and it's going to be well I'm, 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 in, I'm just excited so without further ado when me flap my jibs tom welcome to the show brother good to see you back hey good to see you thanks for having me again for uh the second time uh glad to be here <laughs> hey anytime i mean come on we um so we're, we're kind of fortunate when we do have about 10 minutes in our lives that we're not going about a million miles an hour we are able to have a conversation on the phone or text message for a couple minutes and catch up on stuff so you were a busy man Oh, well, I think you're pretty busy too, bud. <laughs> it's all lies and propaganda for me, man. <laughs> all right, let's start at the beginning. We we did have an episode before, but for those that haven't heard it yet, we're going to go ahead and start at the beginning here. What is the Kids Can Fish Foundation? Yeah, real quick. Uh, you know, it was a vision that my daughter started uh, just before her 10th birthday. What we thought was going to be a really small family-based charity where maybe we do some small, small things locally turned into something much bigger. And now we're averaging at the end of this year, 11 fishing camps, I think is what we'll have done. Uh, the first year we did two, the second year we did five. And I believe if we can sneak this August and September camp in, it'll be 11 for the year. And we do that through fundraising and charitable outreach. And most importantly, um, we do a lot of different styles of fishing with kids and if they're at a cast net camp, they leave with a cast net. If they're at a surf fishing camp, they leave with a surf fishing rod and reel. If they're at a pond's edge on fresh water, they leave with an appropriate rod and reel and always some extra goodies and swag appropriate for that style of fishing. What I would have thought um, was gonna stay small has, it, I guess, skyrocketed to me at least rapidly. And it's just, it's been a blessing. It's been absolutely amazing. And that's what we do. We just fundraise to get kids outdoors. Um, really just show them what they're missing out on by not leaving the house or the electronics. The, the world around you is too incredible to not go out there and see. Definitely. And you guys have been crushing it, man. The camps have been great. I, I haven't seen one kid with a unhappy look on their face. Everything that's been after it has been a, a positive in all these kids. I was talking to captain Dave Hansen from your salt, uh, your saltwater guide out of the West coast. And he was like, man, that's the way right there because, he, and it, it changed my way of speaking about kids can fish was he's like, you guys are, we already have the addiction. We're already pumped. It, it's in us. We're done. We need to feed them. They need our addiction. And it made me really see like how much that mattered. And with what you guys are doing, it's tied it together so well. And these kids are just better for it. And you're just, you guys are doing so many great things. And thank you, Carolyn, for the awesome brains of making this start. And you've been doing great things. Oh, oh I always say it wrong. Ugh. All right, Caroline. She's going to punch me in the face and I totally deserve it. <laughs> it's like Caroline. No, it's Caroline. Dumb, dumb. If, if it makes you feel any better, my dad does it too. So, <laughs> okay, okay, a little bit better. 
your dad is awesome. <laughs> He's so much fun to talk with. All right. So you kind of nailed into a lot of the accomplishments there, but let's talk about some of the other ones. I mean, you got what, 14 camps. Um, I'm looking at my notes. We nailed there. We got 14 camps done and the number over $42,000 in fishing gear donated to kids, man, that is huge. So that, that number comes in a couple different ways. I mean, we get donated product in and whatever the retail value of that, because that ends up in the hand of a kid. Um, but when we buy product uh, like our cast nets, um, every kid that comes to a cast net, that has a cost. The one thing that we're not factoring in to the product out or even even sometimes we'll make donations. If there's a kid like that, there's a kid, two kids in Texas whose father passed away and the dad and these kids fished. That was their thing. We sent a care package and just it, it didn't have anything on there other than we're thinking about you from Georgia, you know signed the kids can't fish foundation it was a box full of fishing goodies and some bass pro shops gift cards like so that's when money comes in we raise money um we do some exterior uh, outreach like that which we consider you know an in-house donation but yeah forty two thousand dollars in uh 24 months is just it, it blows my mind and um it'll be interesting to see in year four um as we're continuing to grow we, we might double that number um in our fourth year i don't know we'll see well, it's got you quite busy. That's for sure. And all these kids are, like I said, I've said it before. I'll say it again. They're better for it. And thank you guys for all the stuff that you're doing. And I'm, I'm just, I'm excited to even be a small part of it. And thank you for letting me. You, you mentioned uh, the next camp. So September, you're looking at an inshore and uh, another or something in October. I'm a glutton here. I, I, I have to sneak a camp in in August. I got to do it. I've had such a busy personal summer uh, with a lot of personal travel that I got 25 cast nets in my garage ready to go. I'm going to run a cast net camp in August. I'd like to do a, we call it an inshore camp, but it's a uh, saltwater creek system um, and fish for trout and reds and get another one of the inshore style camps. And then it's October in Georgia. You know I got to do a bull red camp because we've never yeah. done a bull red camp. Um, yeah, so if we do the third one, it'll actually be 12 camps this year. Um, two for sure, maybe three. If there's time. If, if and then I take November off. Like, But that's not true because we said last year I take November off, and I did a camp in November. You did. So, But the goal is to take November off. We'll see what happens. We're averaging like a camp every six weeks at this clip. So, well, you, you've got, a, I mean, you in wow. I'm tripping over my words here. You've also had repeat kids. I mean, you've got guys, oh, yeah. guys and gals that have been out there and they always learn there's something new or um, one of my favorite videos that I've seen this year from you was there was a young man at the cast net clinic uh, of the camp. He had his own method for throwing yeah. the cast net and it was brilliant. It yeah. worked perfectly for him. And you were just like, dude, rock on. I'm going to try it that way. Yeah, that That's... was uh, his name was Cash. Cash? Okay. Yeah. And um, I was like, where'd you come up with that? He's like, I don't know. I just, that's the way I taught myself. I'm like, don't change it. Yeah. Because he's telling me the whole net's wide open. You know, we have two methods. We, we teach an in-the-mouth uh, method, which some people don't like to do. I, I don't personally throw, you know, biting onto the net. And then the Caroline method, which is um, no teeth. And then I'm watching this kid. I was like, that's not what we taught this kid. He's like, well, th this is just what I wanted to try. And I'm like, don't, don't change. It's perfect. And uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. And I, I studied him and I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. Okay. If I get the yips or something and I can't throw a net anymore. <laughs> the yips. <laughs> <laughs> Got a case of the shanks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep there you go if listeners name that movie you're welcome oh man all right so let's break into the last two things here in the or last piece here and then we're going to go ahead and get into the tournament itself how do people find you and can assist with kids can fit yeah it's it's interesting so our largest platform of followers is on facebook now we have a facebook page the kids can't fish foundation which is an administrative page where nobody can post you know without approval. And then we have the kids can't fish group, which has 13,000 members. And that's kind of like the virtual brag board. And then Instagram, 
And although I just, me and Instagram, we have this strange relationship with each other. Um, it seems like we, we like trend more on Instagram and we actually get more views and interactions. Um, but Facebook is kind of home. That's where we announce our camps and clinics for the most part. Um, and then that diverts them all over to the website, kidscanfish.net, because that's where um, the registration takes place. We have forms and, you know, the liability waivers, the, the um, photo waivers, things like that all come in when someone registers for a camp. So Instagram, Facebook, and our website. Perfect. Love it. All right. So let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about the SSI running of the bulls tournament, charity tournament. It's so much fun. Uh, I loved it last year. And yet last year was a challenge. Mm -hmm. It was not easy fishing, but this year we got a lot of really, really positive possibilities. Good oh, yeah. weather, good tides, all of it's looking perfect. So let's yeah. start at the beginning with it. What is this tournament and how did it come about? So we, you know, when we became a charity that was relying on fundraising and not, not just um, donated product, we needed to generate cash. Um, it, it became a thought of, do we want to be in this perpetual fundraising mode 24 seven, 365? And the answer to that is no. So with the fishery right in our backyard and the bull redfish being near and dear to our heart, we have an opportunity. I talked with local government, got support locally. And uh, three years ago, we gave it a try. And in the first year, we had 110 participants, and it just blew my mind. Um, year two, we had 171. And this year, we're going to have 200. We'll cap it at that. And uh, we won't deny any kid entry. So if I hit 200, there's actually 140 people as of today registered. As soon as I hit 200, I'll shut down the adult entries on the website and only accept uh, youth entries, which is a 15-year-old and younger. So it, it really came from needing a way to generate funds so that we can do 11 camps a year. Um, you know, donating, you know, uh, spinnerbaits and worms and all that is great. And we use it. It's a wonderful thing to receive. Um, but cash buys cast nets. Cash buys rod and reel combos. Cash buys hats and shirts and stuff for kids. So this, this tournament is the most important thing of our year for our fundraising with this tournament when is it so we have a what we call a welcome party on october 6th um, it's the equivalent to a captain's meeting and it's more of a party social gathering we have raffles and probably some silent auctions and some exclusive raffles custom rods and whatnot um, it, i really like it because what we give the tournament angler an opportunity is to check in early. That means they don't have to meet me at the beach at 5 a.m. on Saturday morning. They can go right out to their spot. I'll be at a check-in Saturday morning waiting for everybody. But the, the best thing we did was give an early registration, an early check-in, and allow the anglers just to get out there Saturday morning. Because on Sunday, there's not a check-in. You, you head out. You've already checked in. So it's a way to meet the anglers, socialize, uh, raise some more money through fun, uh, through raffles and whatnot. And um, it's a really good time. But the tournament is October 7th and 8th. It's a two-day tournament and uh, gives people that are traveling for the holiday weekend a, an opportunity to uh, travel on Monday if they wish and not have to get right back to work or school. Yes. <laughs> not sad about that. Not even a little. How much is it to enter? So we have a $65 entry fee for the adult and $40 entry fee for the youths. Now, backing up for a second here, like you said, you're going to cap the adults at 200. However, the adults are required to be there for fishing with their kids. They yes. just can't reel them in at all for yeah. that part if you're not registered. Right. So the I guess the, the couple questions I've had is if I'm only entering a 12 year old and they're the angler only do i have to pay an entry fee and that's no um the youth has to do our, our recommendation is youth should be doing a majority of the work but fact of the matter is a 10 year old's not going to be able to cast a six ounce weight and a piece of mullet you know as far as the mom or dad might be able to so we allow the parents to do the casting we allow the parents to set the sand spike and put the rod in there and we like them to talk about setting the drag and as soon as that rod comes out of the spike, it should get in the kid's hands. And we would like the kid to do a majority of the reeling. 
But if a mom or dad has to help, then obviously that's acceptable. And in the first year, um, one of the participants was spinning uh, using a spin combo and the rod, the reel just exploded. It, it fell apart. So the dad and they're hand lining this fish in, they land the fish. And I got asked, well, is, is that, did the dad catch that or did the kid? I was like, was the kid pulling on the line too? And they're like, well, yeah. I was like, was the kid reeling the reel when it exploded? They're like, yeah. I was like, the kid caught the fish. Like, come on. So we, we want kids, moms, dads, uncles, aunts, grandmas, uncles, whoever, best friend that's fishing with a kid, just to have an experience, like be in the sand, enjoy each other's company, meet some new people. Um, we're not really worried about, you know, if a parent is helping a kid because that's how you fuel the passion, catching your first bull redfish with whoever that loved one, family member, friend is with you, um, helping a kid. That, that's how I learned. That's how you learned. Right. Um, so we're uh, we're pretty loose on the rules as far as the kids go. Um, the adults, that's a different story. <laughs> yes. Ugh. We're going to get into the part of the adults here, but let, let's continue with this. What are the boundaries for fishing? So we have what we call a north and a south boundary. So the north boundary is the Coast Guard uh, beach. Um, there's a Coast Guard station there, a large parking lot. And we basically will move about 300 yards, 400 yards south of there. And then the entire beach north to Gould's Inlet, which is uh, G-O-U-L-D-S, if people are looking, would be what we consider the north boundary. Then we have a very small south boundary. Um, it's a pretty popular spot. Um, and that is from 5th Street to 10th Street. Um, still a good stretch of beach, um, but it seems to be a pretty popular area for people to go. I can guarantee you it'll be more crowded down there. Um, but there certainly wasn't any shortage of sand if you wanted it. Um, but I can't give you even the exact distance, but it's probably a third of the whole north zone. Um, but if I closed that and made it a north zone only, um, a lot a lot of people would probably be like, why don't you have that zone open? It, it just makes sense to be down there. So we have a north and south. And we leave a, uh, a stretch of property in between open. Um, it's a big tourist area, people swimming, um, hotel, Airbnb people. And we want to we want to keep the local government happy. We want the local tourists to, to have beach space, to be able to swim and not uh, not worry about anglers on the beach. So, you know, um, obviously we've, we've heard stories and we, we've never had that in our tournament, never had an angler and tourist issue. And um, I hope to keep it that way in the third year. And I know this wasn't in the questions, but I'll ask because I know some people will also see this. There is another tournament going on at the exact same time, uh, different organization doing different things in right. a whole different area. However, there is a little crossover. Just be careful. Uh, be careful when you're picking out what you're going to do here and where you're going. There's a make sure you're on the kids can fish one. Don't don't be on the other one when you're looking this up. You know, and, and here's the thing that I, I've fished in that tournament up north. Um had a great time and if if it wasn't on the same weekend as ours i i would fish their tournament um because i i, I love red fishing from the sand um different format as far as um payments that that tournament in my opinion is geared more for adults um we do a lot of extras and weird spin-off things that are just fun a lot of giveaways the environment's totally different but yeah, our, our tournament is the running of the bulls on St. Simon's Island, and we limit it because we want people to be able to come and have beach space and enjoy themselves and feel, if they're not catching fish, at least feel like they had just a really good day on the island, on the beach. With this whole zone, I mean, it's a decent area and there's going to be plenty of room, people. There really is. You'd be surprised. But if you've never fished this before, there is plenty of room. Uh, when you do catch a fish, because this is a, in a large area, how are these fish verified? Yeah, so we we are heavily reliant on volunteers. So um, the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center is really close by. We have uh, police trainees from all over the country that come and volunteer the local, the local high schools are huge. The ROTC is a huge uh, help with um, giving us volunteers. 
National Honor Society, and then random people that just want to volunteer that live on the island. Um, we have just a great blend of volunteers. They'll be wearing blaze orange. They'll be easy to see. Um, basically, about every 50 yards, 30 to 50 yards is where we set our, our volunteers. And when they see a mass of people around an angler, they know that there's a fish on. They walk over. They have the official tape measure that we use. Um, they'll measure from the top of the fish all the way down to a pinched tail. They'll say whatever the measurement is. And the last thing, and we, we changed this this year, we've, we've never had a big discrepancy over a measurement. But the last thing your beach judge is going to ask you is, all right, this is 38 and a quarter inches. Do you agree with that measurement? And if the angler says yes, it's final. If the angler says no, I think it's 30 and a half, then the judge and that angler should be spending some short amount of time to rectify the disagreement, get that fish in the water quickly. But as soon as they say, yes, I agree, that fish hits the water, there's no going back. Um, that's the one thing we've never had a judge ask. And then, of course, it's always good if, if the judge or someone's videotaping, but we don't, we're not a video photo type contest. We, we rely on volunteers. So you'll see volunteers on the beach, and so far it's worked really well. Perfect. What are the fishing hours for this tournament? Because this is a cool thing that I do enjoy. Yeah, so day one is 8 to 4.30. As of right now, day two is also 8 to 4, uh, is, is 8 to 3. The tide is so dang good, man. I, I'm real, and people travel, and I'm, I'm going to get hit from both ways. If I extend for another hour, they're going to say that they don't have enough time to go to an Airbnb, a hotel, whatever, shower, and get to the awards banquet. And if I cut it short, people are going to say we wanted to fish another hour. That tide on Sunday, that last hour is at the switch, man. I mean, I got to think about it. I'm probably, I'm probably going to bump it. I, I got to talk to the organizers. Probably going to bump it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, on Sunday, everybody. So it's a little added piece here. And this is just Brian's side opinion here. Uh, keep in mind, after the last bit to wait, when you go to the weigh-in, you are going to be there for a little while. There is a lot of great things happening when you're at the weigh-in. I'm so that's like that's like the party part. I mean, you yeah. got more raffles, you've got more drawings, you've got the winnings. There is a lot still going on. So when you guys are planning your departure for Sunday, keep in mind it's going to be a later evening. Yeah, and and you know what? Last year we had a food option. It was a slower food option. This year we have a food truck that's going to be ready to fire off food quickly. I can talk about more of that later. So in my mind, because the, the awards banquet's going to start at six, you literally can go back, shower, change, and you have everything you're going to need at the awards banquet. Um, the, the awards banquet is, you thought it was good last year. This thing's going to be bananas. It's awesome. I can't wait. Well, you, since you opened it, where is the weigh-in going to be at? Yeah, so Village Creek Landing, which is a marsh-side, amazing venue. And it, it we've, like, quadrupled our space. Indoor, outdoor, multiple restrooms, fire pits, patio, covered patio. It, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, not that the last venue, Benny, Betty's, Benny's Red Barn, is great. We just outgrew it. It, we, too many people, we just outgrew those shoes. Um, I, I wish it wasn't that way. Cause I love that establishment. Um, but wait till you see it, Brian, uh, village Creek landing is phenomenal. I'm excited already, man. I've been excited for the whole thing. So, <laughs> um, so why did you all decide to do the way or the fishing from the or that time into four thirty, five o'clock in the evening. Why not let them go all night? And I love the reason too, by the way. Uh, well, first of all, volunteers. Um, some of our volunteers are 16, 17 years old, 15 years old. Um, I, the accountability piece, as much as I would love to start early. Um, I also know a lot of people give us an eight hour day, 10 hour day and asking, you know, 
anybody to come out to the sand at 3 a.m. and stay out till noon is a pretty tough ask. Um, trust me, when I hit the sand and I fish personally for the redfish, I'm there at dark. Um, that's just that's just the way it is when I fish um, for myself. But the uh, the tides are perfect. Going any earlier might might even be when you wouldn't go out anyways. So it's really just more about respecting our volunteers' time and their effort. Um, and that accountability piece that, you know, I, I don't need a volunteer getting in the water in the dark and having some kind of inc incident. Um, so that's why we, we chose not to, to have an overnight or into the night kind of thing. My bad. I thought it was a different reason that I'm going to say. <laughs> well, say it because maybe we've had a lot of conversations. So one of my favorite reasons is at the end of the day, I mean, you spent your entire day with the kids and this is just, that's dinner time. You're going to escape the beach and go to the local restaurants. You're going to get out there with the people that you met that day. It's a perfect time for you to also have that family bonding piece because this is, I mean, you get the kids and the parents. This is a yeah. super win of like, Hey, look, we are fishing. We are non-distracted. And I loved, I mean, my, my brain said that I was like, Oh, okay. They just got it set up so everybody can go to dinner together and, and do family time. So. My bad. <laughs> that's why we don't. That's why we don't have a social function on Saturday. Is there's a lot of families that come from out of town, and if we if we do something Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's it's overkill. Um, go see the island. Go do something you've not done before. Enjoy your Airbnb, and you know have a have a fire on the back patio. And um, yeah, you know the 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 welcome party or the uh, the awards banquet party to me is so much fun that I, I almost would sacrifice time on the sand to go to that thing because it really is a great time. Um, this is a very big social tournament. Um, the vibe is right. The people are right. Atmosphere is great. Support's great. So it's, you know, I'm sure there's people that are registering to win, like they, they want to win, but I can guarantee you everyone that competes will leave and say that was fun. And I didn't catch a fish and They'll come back next year. Yep. Last year, especially. Don't worry, everybody. This year's going to be better. Last oh. year's tide is not going to be what it was. We'll be okay. Yeah. Oh, there were so many damn sticks in the water. Ugh. We still, Ugh. gosh, I'm going to get my numbers mixed up. There were still 20 to 24 redfish caught last year. Or was that the year before? I, there were still redfish caught. Oh, yeah. There were still plenty caught. I mean, we had, well, we had the conversation in the morning. I know it was afternoon on Saturday. We were kind of like, man why aren't the fish kept you know like th this is a low count and then come sundown boom it exploded and then the next day boom people were nailing it was like okay we're gonna be hit it's all good we're good well time out here you you caught a fish you caught a red fish well you want to bring a bull <laughs> i act I'm, I'm still gonna say i accidentally caught it because i did bring it in on a bait check and was like oh, here's a fish 13 inches yeah <laughs> never caught a red that small in my life <laughs> well so uh -oh. you, you got you got awarded right last oh, year i did i yeah. i am the king of the smalls and probably one of the most classic photos from the tournament of all time <laughs> and everybody loved when you got your king of the smalls the baby bull recognition the place went nuts like <laughs> They loved it. And I was like, we, we missed, we missed on this one, but guess what? We, we didn't miss baby. Oh, look at that sexy. Oh, that is pretty. Oh, look at that baby bull. Oh, that is so nice. Yes. So, uh, the, uh, the king of the bulls this year, the queen of the bulls will, will get this Alabama burning plaque. I can't see the camera anymore. You're good right there. Oh, look at that. Oh. Alabama burning makes these. Such great work. Love their stuff. So on, many good on things. On top of something else, cash or uh, rod and reel or something, but they're they're gonna walk away with one of those things. And um I guess since I'm since I'm on the trophy kick, check Ooh, this that's... guy out. Ooh, look at that. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah that's not a baby bull that's not little that, that's big <laughs> so uh i got these for the this one there's an uh, almost a identical or very similar one for the adult winner and then also did 
ones very similar to the baby bull for the second and third place youth. Man, those are good. That's the fun stuff we do. Um, Alabama burning. Um, last year did our, our, our two, we had two plaques. And one of the things we like more plaques, more plaques. So people want more plaques. They're, they got more plaques. Well, this year I, it's going to be a good competition and it's going to be fun. Uh, yes. Um, I've, I've been, I've been warned by Seth. Uh, that he is coming for the crown of king of the smalls, and I was like, "All right, cool, we'll oh, see." Hopefully, it's like a thirty-nine inch baby bull. That that would be something, right? Oh, that I mean, that's I have a feeling this year it's going to be a yeah. a double digiter. I mean, granted, if I can if I can find another thirteen incher, and I will say this right here for the record for all of you out there that see me fishing this tournament, I will be targeting the smallest red I can possibly find. If you pull in my rig, you will see that I am specifically targeting a certain one on one rod yeah i'm not messing around if i'm not getting it i i hope that um abby is going after it so hey. we're, we're going after him and if if you go back to back man i'm i'm gonna be excited for you because uh anytime you have a back-to-back champ of something that's pretty impressive right it is um and i mean it, i'd probably have a better chance getting the lottery winning numbers but hey you never know and that's one thing we all love about fishing is you just never know what's going to come at the end of the line you can plan you can plan you can plan and at the end of the day that's when you know how it went so i'm just excited i'm I'm very much so looking forward to this i still can't believe that damn fish stayed on that hook <laughs> it was unbelievable oh that's fun times um well you've already brought up the trophy so let's let's uh go on with that uh how many winning categories are there yeah so we another thing that our adult participants said was do more placers so the first year we did top three last year we did five this year we're going to do cash payouts for the top seven adults and we're also going to do the top seven youth yep and then there will be uh, a calcutta so the calcutta is the redfish with the most spots um a tiebreaker on the calcutta would be the earliest fish caught. So if me and you each have a redfish with 27 inches or 27 spots, um, if you caught yours before mine, you would win the Calcutta. It's, uh, and if we have a time, because it'll be pen and ink recorded by our judges, if there is a tie due to time, which would be crazy, yeah. um, it'll just get chopped. Um, so the Calcutta is a $25 entry. We do a 75% payout on that. We keep 25% as a donation to the charity. Um, and I'm there's all kinds of stuff. Like every day, first person to catch a fish is going to win something. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be a rod reel. I don't know. I kind of want to offer up the first uh, lady angler to catch a redfish. Gets a lady angler prize. And, um, you know, let's just lock that in. I'll do it right now. The, uh, the first lady that catches a redfish in the tournament is going to get a pair of uh, Bahio sunglasses. How about that? For a women's uh, frames, Bahio sunglasses. Um, I, right. might do, I might do the after lunch first catch. I don't know. We have, Brian, the <laughs> amount of donations um, stuff that's awesome that has been given to us. Just these are the fun things. Like I might, I might middle of the day get on the Facebook and say, very next fish caught is going to get a hundred dollar gift card to wherever so you can eat for free that night you know that's the kind of stuff we're going to do that it maybe sparks the uh the afternoon lull right um make you check your bait put something fresh on that that, that's kind of what we do and and the the awards banquet and the the welcome party are the same way um you're not going to want to leave because the next year you're going to be told can't believe they gave stuff away like that um Mm -hmm. when you hear the sponsors we're it's unbelievable the names you're going to hear. We're just, we're very fortunate. It's glorious. And I will be the first one to tell you all, yes, the drawings are worth being there for. I only spent, I'll admit it. I'll tell you guys now, somebody was freaking out like, oh, you must've spent so much money on the donations. I was like, no, I just bought some tickets and I got lucky. And the drawings, I mean, I went, I came home with reels, gear, so many great things that were in the prize pool drawings for just the donations. It's worth it, everybody. It really is. And they're fun. And it all goes back to 
the foundation. It's huge yeah. for that turnaround. Everything you all do for this tournament goes back in to help keep it thriving. So I had last year a couple people say, I hate I'm I hate to tell you this, but you have too many prizes. They're like, it's crazy. They're <laughs> like, but it's a good thing. They're like, it kept us there. And they're like, <laughs> It, it, they're like everybody should leave with something it's it's insane the amount of stuff we have and it's awesome it's just fun it um, is it, and it's 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 bigger than last year which blows my mind it's just gonna keep happening man I mean, yeah it's, it's not gonna get any smaller that's for sure <laughs> no way ever um Thank you for throwing in the Calcuttas. You got that. And we got the raffles. All right. So you were talking a little bit more about extras. You just nailed into some of that, mm -hmm. but let's get into the names. Cause you, you actually, you're tied it just fine. So let's talk about the sponsors. Do you have some names you want to talk about or any of that piece? Yeah, I, um, I listed them all off um, because I don't want to leave anybody out. We finalized sponsorships. They're closed. Our title sponsor, for the third year in a row is uh, Caliber Home Loans of Coastal Georgia. Um, they they were with us from day one. On season number two at the awards banquet, Leighton Johnson, who's a region uh, manager, um, was at the awards banquet. He's like, can I be the title next year? I'm like, absolutely. Um, I hope they're the title in the fourth year. Caliber Home Loans, Coastal Georgia title sponsor. Um, very close. Number two and new sponsor is Hook Fishing. Uh, Hook Gear and Hook Apparel have been helping us in ways that um, a lot of people can't see up front in the camps. I mean, you see some Hook shirts and stuff going out to kids, but they're they're right there in the uh, what we call the premier or um, platinum sponsor. Fish Bites, they've been with us from day one. Like they were the first company I called and uh, the crew over at Fish Bites are a big time sponsor of the tournament, Promar and Ahi, uh, our cast net company that uh, that we do a lot of work with is up there in a premier, uh, that platinum level. A new one is Zepco. Uh, made a new relationship with Zepco. I have a hundred Doc Demon rods sitting in Ooh. my garage. Ooh. We all know the Doc Demons bring naughty things in. And I think what I'm going to do is say, Let's do a photo contest for the kids. They can stand in the water, throw the Doc Demon, and let's just see if someone catches something bizarre with a Doc Demon. It is, it's not set up for the surf. Like, I know that. But it's fun, and every kid that joins the tournament that comes is going to get a Doc Demon for free. So um, we're going to do something with a Doc Demon, uh, Zebco sponsored. And then uh, Batson Enterprises, Team Rain Shadow. Um, they are doing the uh, prizes for the youth for second and third are all going to get custom surf rods. That's new this year. Uh, usually the winner got a custom surf rod. And of course, those are all made by Brian at Bandit uh, Custom Rods. So good, dude. Those are. Yeah, he's phenomenal. He's he's one of the best. Um, and he's also going to do some other rods that you might be able to get your hands on Friday night. So you don't want to miss the welcome party. Um, just a little teaser there. That was a good one. <laughs> but let me, uh, let me go over this list and I'm going to take up some time doing this. Let's fire let's away, man. Make it quick. These, these people are totally all of it's worth it because these sponsors y'all make this what it is even better. So and fire these away. Are, these are in no particular order. I just wrote them down. So I have my notes. Number one, because I believe in their cause and believe what they're trying to do. Uh, Captains for clean water are an official sponsor of the tournament. Halyard's Restaurant Group, um, they, there you go, um, they are a big-time sponsor who's tied in with Sea Island Forge. The Halyard's food truck is going to be at the welcome party. Halyard's is the best restaurant possibly on the island, on St. Simon's Island. Sea Island Forge, they make these really nice cast kettles, um, cooking kettles and campfire kettles. We've been donated a Sea Island Forge kettle with a Halyards cooking experience or an $850 Halyards gift card and a charter that we're going to silent auction. Um, we just finalized that on Tuesday. That's the largest donation probably we've received in, in one single sitting. Excited about that. Uh, we have Country Financial of the Golden Isles in Brunswick, Dense Home Services, 
a guy here that um, has helped kids can fish in a lot of different ways. Uh, RV Clinics, a new sponsor here locally, uh, um, doing RV repair and RV work, something you know a little bit about that, right? Hey, look at that. That's cool. Right? Yeah. Um, Cherokee Brick, back uh, for the second year. My home has uh, brick on the front and around the patio. They came from Cherokee Brick. Um, St. Simon's Bait and Tackle, uh, back again for their second year sponsoring. If you need bait for the tournament, St. Simon's Bait and Tackle is the place to go. They're on the Pier Village. They're opening early just for our tournament. Uh, Captain Sparrows, which is an indoor putt-putt neon course thing. Um, and the Brunswick Zone Bowling Alley, uh, sponsored again for the third year. Um, Kona Ice of Brunswick, who will be at our events giving kids the shaved ice. Uh, DS Custom Tackle, uh, they're in as an official sponsor for the first year. I would be fairly certain that we're probably going to be giving away some DS Custom Tackle Redfish Rigs. Good good guess there. Um, Tempest Barbecue and Cape, uh, Creation, Cape Catering Creations, their food truck is going to be at the welcome party. They're a huge sponsor. Um, so the food need is taken care of on Friday, too. Morningstar Marinas, Yates Astro of Brunswick, uh, Georgia Saltwater Adventures, a, a great friend of mine who's a charter, unbelievable fisherman. That's the charter that's going with the Sea Island Forge Halyards combo. Fortress Marine Anchors, those people are amazing. Every year I call them up and they're like, what can we send you? We want in. Um, got more of their stuff. How about this name drop as a new sponsor? Surf Hippie Fishing. So uh, oh, wow. Bergman uh, and I have had a lot of conversations and actually he secured a brand new sponsor at the witching hour of Angler's Fishing Mate. So they're on board with us. That, that literally just happened today. Nice. Um, the Way tournament to shirt is, is going into print today and Angler's Fishing Mate is in. Crazy. Uh, Blue Frog Outfitters, they make our buckets, the rope handle buckets. Uh, Southeast Adventure Outfitters, they're the folks that uh, broker the kayak donation, which we have another kayak we're raffling off. Uh, Hobie 10.5 for a $10 ticket. You can win a $2,200 kayak. That's going on right now. We'll have tickets at the event. We're going to draw the name at the awards banquet. The reel I use, I love their inshore reels. Florida Fishing Products is back again as a sponsor. Uh, Burning Reels Fishing Charters of the Golden Isles. Um, this company that probably you haven't heard of yet, I think uh, Yeti. You, yeah, who's that? Yeah, Yeti. Just <laughs> it's a company that makes really good coolers. Um, they're in. Um, there's there's another guy. He he like does something with lead, and these things you probably uh, want to buy them for the tournament. Sounds familiar. The sinker guy. I think that's his name. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. That guy is a sponsor because everybody that's fishing the tournament and this is no joke. Chip is going to be at the welcome party. He's going to have his Sputniks. Do yourself a favor. Buy five or six of a five ounce Buy five or six of the six ounce. I'm not so sure you're going to need six ounces of weight this year, but you never know. Um, buy sinker guy Sputniks. You'll want them. I'm going to be using them. Uh, Bahio sunglasses, brand new sponsor. Uh, Surf Fishing Solutions, Brian Curlett is making a four-wheel custom cart that on the welcome party, everybody who enters the tournament, adult and youth, is entered to win a free um, surf cart made by Brian, which is awesome. Like, yeah, it is. Brian's be good. There. If you can't make the welcome party, your name is going to be in the drawing. And if your name's picked, I will make sure your cart gets delivered to you on Saturday. Because I'm not going to want to carry it around until Sunday. <laughs> I want you to use it. <laughs> so thanks, Brian. That's that's a huge. That's another one of those fun things that we're doing that just makes this tournament kind of cool. Uh, Bull Bay Tackle. They're back in, sending us some fishing rods. Harris Ace Hardware. They gave us a a grand prize of a Traeger grill to raffle off at the at the award ceremony. Wow. That's that's going to be the uh, the grand prize, I believe. It's in my garage. It's it's just a Traeger. Just just a little guy. Do you even you know? can you even move in your garage right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> Lord man. I moved a bunch. I moved like I moved a bunch of stuff in the house. And and I I I, I don't even want to go into that. It's no. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Airspace Hardware, Traeger Grill Donation, Salty's Pompano Rigs. Unbelievable. A guy goes to the Bama Beach Bum, the Bama uh, Outdoors Store, their grand opening. He's like, I'm going to raffle off a Van Stall reel and just donate um, the money to that to you guys. He raised $750 or $1,750 in one day. So he sends the money. Over. I've, I, I don't know. I don't know them. I don't know these people. Um, sends the money over. And I was like, look, Salty's Pompano. It, we're we're picking up your sponsorship. You're in. Um, so Salty's Pompano rigs. And I, I'm fairly certain a Doc Demon might have a Salty's Pompano rig on it. There, there's a chance to see something. I don't know. Um, William Justin, you're amazing. And then um, another another guy, another company, uh, the Finding Demo Surf Fishing Podcast. What up? Right? Is, uh, <laughs> we, I think you were probably the first confirmed sponsor of the year. Our, our relationship has expanded and grown and right off the bat is like, Brian, I, I need you. Are you interested? And you were like an instantaneous. Yes. Um, I said in no particular order, I left the best for last. Um, <laughs> thanks for being a sponsor, Brian. Anytime, man, you guys are doing so many great things and anything I can do to help move this needle in any way, shape or form is a super win for me because you're just doing so many great things for these kids and, these families in reality. I mean, it's not just the kids, the families get a huge piece of this with getting that time with their fam, their kids doing so, something other than the trampoline park. <laughs> right. So before I leave the sponsors thing, I think it's important for me to say this is, is not only uh, thank you for these people that contribute. Um, but I'm a big believer in like brand loyalty. Um, the companies and the people that we're reaching out to are companies and people that we respect and I just ask, you know, people that are watching this or people that are are making decisions on purchases to think about these companies that um, are pretty easy. Yes. When you ask them to help out these companies that I just named, they, they care about youths. They care about youth fishing. They care about the, the growth of sport. There are plenty of companies that do say no. And that's OK. I'm totally fine with that. Um, but these companies are the ones I'm supporting because they 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 have a like-minded um, belief in what youth fishing is, and it's amazing. I mean, I just listed off probably like 35 companies. Those are official sponsors. It's blowing my mind. So support these companies. Support these people. Um, they're in it for the right reason. Man, my buttons aren't working for me. Hitting the wrong things. <laughs> well, that is a great list, and there's going to be so many things. I mean, you guys heard the names, but you... All right, I'll bring it up for me real quick. When I got to the pre-party last year, everyone, uh, people were filing in. It was great. You know, Abby and I drove from Navarre. We got over into Georgia in the evening. We got there just in time with uh, Chip and Barry. Uh, actually, the whole crew was there. I was like, all right, cool. We got in. And then when we got into the whole area of hangout, it turned into even better. The kids started hanging out together, meeting each other. Uh there was no drama. If there was, it was very minimal. That wasn't noticeable. There was plenty to do there. And then you got the silent auction table and everyone's kind of doing their little peek-ins like, oh, you outbid me? Hold on, hold my beer. You know, everyone was getting through. and But people were meeting each other, having conversations, seeing names from the group. That was my favorite one. It's like, oh, I've seen you in the group before. Having conversations and building and doing great things. So all of this being tied back into this one is a phenomenal event and um i'm gonna ask i know the answer because i'm staying at an airbnb uh what have you noticed also with the area is there a lot of availability for uh hotels places to stay on the island yeah there's no shortage of, of places to stay obviously the airbnbs and vrbos are pretty popular um there's a holiday inn and a uh, home two on the island a couple other small inn and suites uh village inn and suites is a popular one uh, if you want to be on what we call the mainland, the Brunswick side, which is literally 15, 20 minute drive, if that, um, by the I-95 corridor, you have eight or 10 hotels right here in Brunswick proper. There's no shortage of hotels. Uh, if you find yourself looking at Brunswick proper hotels, don't lose any sleep about it. You're literally 15 minutes from the fishing zone and you might save yourself a couple bucks by being off the island. So there, there's no shortage 
Um, other than probably Airbnbs and VRBOs being a Columbus Day weekend, I would I would be jumping on those pretty quick. And I will say for the local food, hey, um, you guys know me. Uh, as Tom and I have said, we are medium extra husky ish. Um, there's good food there. There's I forgot. No I forgot a sponsor. Oh, and I have because it's food. Who did you forget? Um, Fiddlers. Fiddlers on the oh, island. Oh yeah, that place was so, really good. awesome food, and it's really close to the Coast Guard beach. If you're looking for a place to go on Friday, Friday night, Saturday night, or sorry, you're going to be at the welcome party on Friday eating Tempest barbecue. But Saturday night, Fiddlers is a good, good spot to go. Yes. So plenty of great opportunities for all that. And if you don't want to eat at the restaurants, there is grocery shopping all around there. There's plenty of things. It's a, it's a very booming area. So don't, don't fret. And if you run into a problem, I will say this because I know you're going to say it, but I'm going to steal your thunder. Reach out to anyone in the group, especially somebody there. We, there's a network and it's right. already in. Once you're part of the tournament, you're part of the network. You will be taken care of. You will be helped. There, you, yeah. they, we're not, no one's going to make sure you fail. Everyone's going to make sure you succeed. That is the key. Yeah, 100%. Man. All right. You've nailed just about. So we got all the sponsors. We got the times. We got the money in there. Uh, when is actually, we didn't talk about this. When is the cutoff for purchase? Cutoff for purchase is as soon as it hits 200. I'll go on the website and we'll lock down the adult registration and um, leave the youth one open. So I've been pretty good on the 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 Facebook group, which is St. Simon's Island running of the bulls um, is saying, Hey, we're at 140. I'll get back on there and say when we're at 150. And I imagine when I get within the last 30, the hesitant folks are going to start popping up. We're going to sell this thing out by mid September there, you know, first week of September, I think I'll be sold out. Well, this air, this episode is airing on the eighth. So when you guys see this, no, you're running short on time. Like right. it's gonna pack. It always does. Um, oh, one rule we didn't talk about. So the rod limit rule. Yeah. Uh, pretty simple. Two per person. Yep. There's going to be a lot of people there. You'll understand when we're all out there. And before anybody freaks out, like, oh, we're going to be uh, tied together. I saw it last year. Any fish that was caught, every angler around you will do everything to make sure you land the fish. Uh, I think we only had, what, one break off last year, and it was completely, it was just a really weird situation anyway because, I mean, hell, it was the king tide, and it was just so many weird pieces that went with that break off. Um, That fish was caught about two minutes later, (laughs) which was really funny. But the the two rods per person is more than enough, guys. It really will be. You're going to see so many different pieces. And, um, and people ask, you know, how far do the rods have to be apart? My answer is be respectful. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I, when I fish by myself, I set my rods probably 12 to 15 feet apart. Um, that's probably consistent with what you see in the tournament, maybe 20. Um, just look around. There were fish caught in every single zone, north and south, far and wide. So my rule of thumb is is fish swim. Um, I've caught fish in every single area of those beaches. Um, I don't have a favorite spot. So pick one that looks good and sling it. And and, and a a perfect example is a guy, Ronnie, and his daughter, Mia, last year, um, new to surf fishing, I helped him pick out a rod and reel, and I'm like, find find a good spot. I'm like, just find somewhere that looks right, sling it. Next thing you know, shortly after 8 o'clock in the morning, Mia's on a fish. And he's like, yeah, that worked. I'm like, see, they, the fish swim. <laughs> it's, it is really true, everybody. It's really not. It's going to be fun, and we're going to be very, very, very busy with bull reds this year. It's I, not going to be like last year. I think the judges are going to be very very busy the the tide is just it's too it's too good um it's it's perfect and the good news also ladies and gentlemen so if you go to the blue carpet beach area that we were just discussing the main drag there is a bathroom there there is a shower there there are facilities available to you so the kids can go back to the bathroom there it is walkable it is able to get to um biggest ones i think for recommendations if you're going to fish it is mostly sunscreen snacks food water shade bring an umbrella because it's there's no escape out there 
Um, what else do you think? What else do you think we need? I mean, good shoes for comfort because I mean, it's well, a, it is a hard beat. It is hard pack sand, so it does a different number on your feet. Um, you know, I would say if you if you feel that you don't want to fish the whole day, go take a lunch break, go to a yeah. different spot. We have a lot of people that do that, and then they catch a fish three hours later and they repacked up. Um, it, you know, let's get in the hooks a little bit. Yep. Seven, eight, and nine aught octopus circles. I exclusively fish Gamagatsu, um, kind of across the board. I'm a hook snob. Um, there's plenty of other hooks that are great, but I, I buy Gamagatsu. I like the seven quite a bit, um, but Seth likes Seth Silverstein, the guy I fish with quite a bit, um, likes a bigger circle hook for those reds. Um, so make sure you got yourself seven, eight, or nine. I do a single drop. Um, I, I just think too, there's too much twisting and flipping. I'll, I'll fish a single drop um, every single time, whether it's tournament or just out with me and the kids. And again, sinker guy Sputniks, I'm, I'm a big believer. You know, will a pyramid sinker work? Yes. But a sinker guy Sputnik works better, hands down. So those are a couple of things you're going to want and bait. I would say if you're fortunate to get into – St. Simon's area early, go to the bait shop, St. Simon's Island Bait and Tackle. They're going to be ready. Um, and if you can't get there Friday night, they're opening early for us. They're going to open at 5 a.m. Um, they normally open at 7. So you can get morning bait early and not feel like you're missing anything. So I personally, I, I would say have your hooks, weights, and bait ready. So Saturday, you don't have to make any stops and just go. Bait recommendations. I, I'm going to ex exclusively fish with mullet. And I'll tell you right now, last year I fished frozen mullet um, because I ran through all my fresh mullet. So I went to St. Simon's Bait and Tackle, bought the big, you know, those five inch, six inch mullet. I cut the tail off so the fork isn't flipping around in the surf. And I chunk it up in fours. So I'm getting like an inch and a half to two inch bait. And um, I played around using blue crabs. Um, I get impatient with blue crabs, even though it's phenomenal bait. There's no doubt about it. Um, you're just going to go through uh, crab faster. Um, they break apart. They bust up. Maybe not in this year's surf because we are we got a pretty awesome surf. So crab might hold up a lot better on this surf. I'm fishing mullet. It's what I catch my bull reds on. I'm, I'm not going to deviate from the playbook. And you will also have some setups available for people that do not have gear. I know that that was discussed yeah. last year. So um, I've donated like daily donate. I've given some rods and reels out to people to use. Um, they don't go a long way. Um, but if someone calls me up and says, I want to compete, but I don't have that type of gear, kind of a first come first serve kind of thing I've done um, with the hope that my FFP, 6,000 doesn't get dunked in the sand and water. Um, but that's the kind of stuff we do. If someone says they want to fish and they just don't have the right type of stuff or someone travels from out of state and snaps a rod, we're going we're gonna to get them covered, that kind of thing. That's what we do. Um, I guess I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say if you catch a whiting off the surf, you better use that whiting as bait. Whiting's phenomenal. Um, if a kid is using a Zebco dock demon and catches a whiting, I would do a bait check and swap out. Whiting's phenomenal. Um, you know, whatever your preference is, I'm using mullet. Now, with the tournament, everybody, here's a couple things. For all you Florida people coming up, St. Simon's Island for Pompano is not a super common catch. Mm -hmm. Before you do anything with getting a Pompano gone, might want to look into what the records were because the state record second place was tied last year. Yeah. There was also triple tail caught from the beach. And if you that haven't heard one. the, it was, that was a good one. And if you haven't heard the episodes with Seth or Brian, if you go back and listen to those episodes, the and oh, geez. No, I've had a third one. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm brain farting. I can see his face and I can't say his name. Oh, Dylan, Dylan. Thank you. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan, I'm sorry, Rick. dude. <laughs> My brain like, Oh God, I see his face. I, I can see him looking at me going. 
you know me um if you want to hear in some info on St. Simon's Island fishing and you want to get a little leg up on some stuff, go back and take a look at those episodes. There's some stuff in there that might be useful to you, but there's going to be fun fishing going on. So then there's a lot to do. So what was awesome about those episodes is Dylan was factually accurate. Seth was factually accurate, but different in approach and style. Yes. I'm two different, different types. approach than Dylan and Seth and my method works. Um, so I would listen to both those episodes. You will come away with some tips and tricks that are certainly going to work for the tournament. And um, I guess the one thing I would say is avoid the pre-tied tourist rigs. If you're coming to this tournament with novice experience, reach out to me. I have people that tie rigs. I will get you a quality rig with a quality hook and a quality Sputnik and get you to where you're not going to lose a fish from clamps breaking or crimps breaking. Do, do not buy a Walmart tourist rigs. Don't buy them. Use something that somebody hand tied. There will be plenty of people there with spares. We, yeah. we pro I mean, yes, don't, don't you all worry. If you break something at the beach, um, I will say for me, I'm going to go ahead and volunteer this. If you see the finding demo surfishing flag, which will be flying, you'll find it. It'll be up there. You can come over and talk to me uh, and I will have gear. I will have things that I can happily say, yes, go use this, go use this. Um, you'll, the fish bites team will probably all be very closely proximity together. There will be some things there to go, come take a look at. The sinker guy will probably be within shooting distance. So will Barry. <laughs> so we'll catch him up with Colin. They're, they're really easy to find. Just look for the flags whipping in the wind. Yes, we, we are weird. We fly our flags way at the beach. So we, we like for you all to come find us. If there's a problem, by all means, come. We, we have all the we have the contacts of whoever we need to. If something's funky, we will help you out. I know it'll be it'll be fine. Everything's going to be just fine. We promise. Right. Uh, and I'm not even running things. I'm just there. But everything will be just yeah. fine. <laughs> you, you hit the nail on the head, though. If you have a question, get on the Facebook group. Ask. We got you covered. Like you, you won't be without a shortage of experts probably fishing three, four groups down from you. Um, nobody's going to get left hanging for sure. Well, I am excited, dude. I can't wait to see you again. And I really can't wait to fish. Uh, old AJ has been going nuts. She's like, come on. Are we going? I'm like, I told you we're going. We bought the tickets a month ago. Oh, okay. But we're really going, right? Like, oh my God. Yes. My love. We are going. I promise. So yeah, I know she's rat. She's razzed for it. I know Colin's like, yes, I can't wait. Those two are on messenger all the time. They're yeah. talking about the tournament. Uh, it, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff and I'm, I'm just so excited and thankful that you've done this. I'm thankful for the foundation for building what you guys have built. This is going to be a phenomenal tournament. So many great things, lots of great memories, lots of great laughs. And Hey, who knows the, the bull monster could be a 50 incher. I mean, this could be the, this could be some big fish. Be ready. Or maybe this guy or hey, 13 inches. That's the goal. 13 <laughs> inches, dude. And we joked about that too. I mean, that, that was the funny thing. Like, you even were like, what the hell? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, and we were like, I hope that this doesn't climb the ladder. This better not make no, it no, to no. the top. Were you not the first on the board? I was. And it held for a good Three bit hours. of time. <laughs> yeah, we were free. I know we were like, uh-uh, no, this better not hold. But on the same one, last year, that, that King Tide, the storm that yeah. had come through, so many bad factors were just all against us. And we knew the fish were going. We saw them running. But I mean, to me, that 13 incher was an exact moment of you never know what's going to grab your line. They're there. So my biggest has been 47. And last year on my birthday, October 23rd, Caroline and I are fishing and I did not have a tape. And I'm fairly certain Caroline caught a close to 50 inch red. Oh, um, yes. And it, and it was, it was one, it was just one of those goofy shaped, all belly, long tail monster. And, and I did not have the tape in my bag. And of course I like get the fish in the water. I'm fairly, I'm fairly certain she broke my 47, um, because she looks tiny next to this thing. Um, it was big fish. So they're, they're out there so in getting on your 50. To me, catching a 50 is like shooting a hole in one. Um, 
there's there's several caught a year but to me a 50 is like my target like if i catch a 50 i'm gonna be i'm gonna go nuts and they're in there um i've seen pictures of them on saint simon's and jekyll they're far and few between um if someone catches a 50 you can pretty much guarantee you're gonna be walking home with some cash <laughs> yeah. that's a big fish that's a real big fish right um other than that man it, it anything else i can't think of anything we got all the questions nailed we hit all the check marks yeah. and we've had some good uh, back and forth I'm, I'm i'm like i said i'm excited man yeah um you know non-tournament stuff just everybody in the fishing community it's a, it's a fishing family um that take care of us um it, it's unbelievable um you know uh, dan from um dw lures literally oh, on my phone his, uh, he popped up he bought a tournament shirt um because those are pre-ordered today it just the the people that are that are helping us is just unbelievable. I would have never told you when I moved to Georgia in 2014 that I'd be organizing and helping my daughter run a national charity that has people from Washington State to Southeast Florida to Maine supporting us. It, it's just incredible, and we couldn't do it without people that that come to our tournament and support us in in different ways. I can guarantee you, if you come to the Running of the Bulls tournament, you're going to have a really good time. And um, if anything, you're going to meet some good people and have a really, really good chance of winning some prizes because my house needs emptied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet that yeah, day. Just, just thanks to everybody. We're, we're very, very um, blessed and thankful and, and try to stay humble and, and keep everything real and, and open. And, and Brian, again, you know, I guess probably – you asked me on the first interview, where is this going? I think I still have the same goal. I'd love to see Caroline in her 20s running a, um, a charity that she envisioned at nine and a half years old. But for me, um, I know in my retirement, I've got a whole new set of good friends all over the place. And I'm going to have some amazing fishing adventures. Just the people that we've met have become really, really close friends. Um, and that's, that's, I think, what I'm liking the most now is that I'm, I'm meeting as an adult. It's hard to make new friends as a, as a big kid, right? Meeting some pretty incredible new friends. It's, it's good stuff. Very true. Yeah. Well, th thank you so much for coming on here. Thanks for doing all this. And I look forward to catching up with you and we'll catch up soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Tournament's going to be awesome. If you haven't figured that out yet, it's going to be a really good time. There's going to be great fishing, great people. All of it together is going to be just a, a real, real fun adventure. So uh, kidscanfish.net, go over there, take a look. You can get uh, register for the tournament all through there. You can register for everything through there. Uh, you heard that the limit's coming up on the timeline. So when you hear this episode, it's real close. It's next month. So be ready to rock and roll. Uh, I'm excited. All right. You've been listening to Finding Demo Surf Fishing. Thanks for sticking around. Take care of yourselves. I'm out of here. <laughs>